0: Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Let's
1: get it. All across central New York, it's the 315 with Brian Higgins. That it is, and here we are on this Monday on the show. I'm getting close to wrapping up February. Just a couple of days left here. In the month, getting ready for uh, Q. soups tomorrow night against uh, Georgia Tech, second of two with the Jackets uh, this year. With that, we will uh, bring on our regular uh, Monday guest here with Orange Assistant Coach uh, Red Autry. And uh, Red, uh, uh, start. I start with a happy, almost sort of birthday uh, to you coming up uh, later later this week here. And uh, you're you're a leap year birthday guy. Uh, what do you What do you do in these years when you don't actually have your birthday on the calendar? Do you still get the cake? How does this work out for Red Autry? I don't know if Red is hearing us yet. We'll uh, we'll get that. Oh, there's Red. Red. Um, I I I said uh, it it is almost your birthday this week, sort of. You're you're a leap day guy. How, how do you how do you handle your birthday in a year that doesn't actually have your birthday in it? That's got to kind of stink uh, here. Yeah, I just take the earliest day, the first day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we I
0: designate we, the last day for it.
1: All right, well uh, we can uh, we'll celebrate the 28th and the first. We'll give you two. It doesn't seem fair. You get you get robbed of that thing. Uh, every year as we get, we get toward the end of uh, February but uh, Red great to have you on now, obviously a, a, a tough stretch here uh, for the team the last three games how, how are the guys handling this in the locker room because I, I imagine it can't be a lot of fun you know having these last three games go the way they have
0: yeah you know the guys have been great um, you know I think uh, that the, uh, their, their mood is obviously a little down as far as uh, the stretch but we got two more games and it's a lot of season still left Uh, When you put everything into the, um, you know, when you kind of recant and remember the whole season, you know, now you got to try to really think about, you know, you take away these last three games, you know, up until that point, you know, even the losses that we had, we had close close losses when we competed. So right right now Mm -hmm. it's really about finishing these last two games, can't, you know, just moving forward and then getting ready for the postseason. You know, that's all you got to do is look ahead now. So right now, focus is on Georgia Tech um, and, and getting prepared for that.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Georgia Tech, a team you've already beaten. And, and you mentioned it had been, you know, for the most part, close games, win or loss, for the last, I don't know, two months until... Uh, This last week, what do you think stood out about the difference? Because we saw close games with Virginia, Carolina, and and Miami, and then not the case uh, this last week. Is it just you ran into three teams playing well, or was something else a little bit off on your side of things?
0: Well, I think I I think um, you know our defense. Obviously, uh, um, you know you can't give up ninety points and and compete. You know, so I think you know first you know you talk about our defense, and then some of those other games, you know. uh, whether, you know, one of our big three didn't play well offensively, I think that that has something to do with it. But right now it's just really, you know, us focusing on our defense and getting back to rebounding the basketball. You know, typically for the most part this whole year, we had done a really good job of, um, you know, defending and, and rebounding. And in, in the last, you know, three games, you know, we, we haven't won uh, any of those categories. Right. Even though it's been close, you know, but – you know, we just haven't done a you know a good enough job in those categories to uh, to 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 compete.
1: And yeah, we saw Pitt. I mean, they hit 16 threes uh, this last game. How tough is it when a team like that they they caught fire after halftime? How tough is it to kind of you know get back into it on defense when they're they're making everything?
0: Well, I think we did a good job, um, pretty much in the second half. Going back and forth, but you know they, they were hitting threes. We kind of c- countered with twos. So going back and forth and back and forth, and then we just hit a stretch where you know they, uh, like you said, they, you know, we we pressed. They got a couple of threes up, and uh, you know that kind of separated, and they kind of, you know, kind of right from there. They just kind of kept going. So it was it was tough, and then we slowed down offensively for a bit. And, and with all that being said, we still scored eighty two points. So yeah. again, it's not our offense. As much as you know, we, we really have to uh, tighten up some things on defense.
1: Uh, yeah, giving up 99, obviously not uh, ideal against Pittsburgh on Saturday at the beat. Red Autry is our guest. Brought to you as always by Apex and the 110 Grill in Destiny, USA. And uh, Red, both of your forward spots uh, changed starters this last game, which is I- I'd say an extreme rarity at this stage of the season. Certainly with with Coach Beheim. Let's start with Benny. Uh, we've heard great things uh, from practice last week that he was playing at an unreal level, and then he he certainly showed it on the court on Saturday. What what did you first see? In practice, that led you guys to believe that uh, we might get a game like this out of him?
0: I mean, I think the last two weeks, I think after, uh, you know, we made the change, I think he really uh, started picking up and playing and practicing that way. And we were just waiting for it to translate uh, into the game. and, And eventually it did. You know, he really responded. You know, credit to him. He didn't hold his head down. He went back to work. He kept working. And, uh, you know he and that wasn't just that game that that he just had you know we had seen that in the last you know two weeks of practice you know he really responded well and and so th- th- that was the first game that it kind of carried over to carried over from
1: and yeah i mean 24 points uh, he had nine rebounds his stats first half and second half you know were give or take the same he was producing uh, uh for you both halves of the game uh, for sure uh, made five and six threes uh, like all of this stuff is essentially career highs for him what do you think it'll be for him to carry this over to another game because you know a lot of guys have a one-off what sense do you get that uh, this is the start of something for him well
0: I I think um, you're talking about maturity and uh, you know how you approach everything and I think uh, obviously you don't try to mimic everything you just want you know you just we just want him to mimic the effort you know, the, the rebounding and, and, the, and the aggression on both ends of the floor. And that's that. You know, don't try to reproduce the numbers, just reproduce the same effort. You know, and that's how you start to become more consistent. And that's the things that we've been preaching to him and, and, and even his team. You know, we have a young team. And uh, so you got to continually talk to them about giving consistent effort um, and, and approach every day.
1: Yeah, young team defines your other forward spot of the three. Hey, Chris Bell's been starting. All season he didn't play for you on uh, Saturday Justin Taylor uh got the start and we saw a lot of Cody Copeland uh, what led into uh, JT getting his first start of his career on Saturday
0: Well I just think um you know that was coaches you know you know coach that kind of went with JT uh it's been one of those things where you know both of these guys are very talented um and so you know trying to just you know Finds find the right combination, still a little bit trying to you know trying to get an injection. When you start losing and you have some stuff, you just try to try to see what you can do to try to get the team playing better. And I think you know those are those are just it has nothing to do with how good someone is or not. It's just about what's better for the team and just trying to find those right combinations.
1: Yeah, we we saw Chris Bell. You know, I guess it was a bit of a surprise to us all. Okay, he changed the start, but he didn't play at all. He had a wrap on his shooting right hand a little bit. It looked like or some tape or something when he was sitting uh, on the bench. Uh, Do you you expect him to be back involved uh, tomorrow? What's the thoughts going forward here with Chris?
0: Yeah, he'll be fine, you know, um, as long as nothing doesn't happen today in practice. So, (laughs) you know, he should be fine. He should be ready to go.
1: All right, famous last words. So hopefully all goes well in in practice today. And uh, Cordier Copeland, his minutes have been rising, I'd say, regardless of the other two, right, for the last, uh, I don't know, week and a half. Uh, two weeks. uh, You know, he's of all the guys. You talk about effort and energy. Like he's not the one you need to ask of that. What What has been pointing him more in in the right direction here in the last couple weeks?
0: I mean, you just gave us the answer. You know, uh, his effort, his uh, energy. He's an unbelievable guy that can go off the bounce. Uh, he adds an element that uh, when we play him, we get a three guard fill, mm-hmm. and another guy that can attack off the bounce and create some things, and he can push it in transition, as you see in every game that he's uh, played. Increased minutes, he's always kind of gotten himself in that situation where he's got out and transitioned and got an easy basket, or drove to the ball, drove the drove the ball to the basket and, and made a play. So he gives us an, a, another another guard on the a, on a floor and we can space it out and he can make plays.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's uh you know, when he recruited him, he was a big point guard by trade and obviously you guys got Judah and that, and that changes the the calculus of it uh, a bit, at least for this year. How, how did, how did he take to that? How, how did Q take to the idea of playing the three and you know, how different is that from what he's used to doing from high school?
0: I mean, I think he was fine. You know, I think uh, Q has, has, a great mindset. He has a great approach um, he's all for the team. Whatever he needs to do, however he can help, you know that's always been his his mindset. And and again, we when he does play, you know he has that freedom. When he does get the rebound, the ability to push the ball. So it's not that you know that much of a difference. And when he catches it in the half court, he's still kind of trying to create and make plays. So I think it's just you know does he bring the ball up? We give it to him and bring him up, and he initiates the offense. No, but he still has a lot of opportunity to do what he does to do what he do, to play the way he plays, which is attacking the basket
1: This previous Georgia Tech game you've already played him once, my goodness Red, right? it's only a month ago, it feels like it was 78 years ago, that's a long time ago now that you won by uh, 17 <laughs> down there what, what do you take out of that game? It, it was closed for a little bit, you pulled away down uh, the stretch what, what are your big takeaways from that game the last time that we can see apply tomorrow night?
0: Well, hopefully, you know, I I, I thought we played together as a team. That was one of our better team wins. I thought everyone that stepped on the court that game contributed um, and had an impact. I thought we, uh, like you said, it was close for a while, and then we kind of broke it up, Broke, broke out of it and got ahead. I thought Judah was phenomenal game and Malik, you know, that was one of Malik Brown's, you know, best games. I think he was 8 for 9, you know, 18 points, 4 rebounds. Yep. You know, he got on the glass. I thought we did a good job against Georgia Tech by getting on the offensive glass and and really making a concerted effort to uh, to, to stop their shooters and we rebounded the ball really well. So I think those things are always a recipe for us to, to be able to to give us all a chance to win.
1: Yeah, you're up on the glass in that game. Uh, Joe had a hot shooting game and uh, able to really uh, run him off the court in the last, I don't know, 7-8 minutes or so. Of that game down in Atlanta. Again, that'll be tomorrow night at 7 o'clock in the Dome. Then you got one more after that with Wake Forest on Saturday, Red. And this is another one of these games that's got a lot going on. Both the Jerry and Hack are getting their, their jerseys retired uh, during the game. What's that like? How do you absorb that? Like, you know, you got a game to prepare for. You're playing a basketball. Like, that stuff, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like for Jerry on Saturday. How do you handle that as a team when there's so much other stuff going on that's, you know, good stuff and cool stuff on Saturday?
0: I think the players are, uh, are really focused on the game. Um, and I think uh, it's probably, that's probably more of a question, obviously, for Jerry. You know, it's a big moment, especially a special moment, well deserved moment for him and Hawk. So I'm sure, you know, he, he has a little bit more on his plate and trying to keep everything normal. But I think our players, you know, the rest of the coaching staff, we're just trying to prepare. Um, for for that game, and that's and that's how we'll do. And I'm sure Jerry will too. But I think he probably has a little bit more uh, on his plate, you know, because it's a special moment. I mean, it's something that, you know, that just speaks to his career, and it's an honor to to be recognized, and, and he deserves it.
1: Yeah, I think he said Katie's in charge of of all the ticket requests for that on, on Saturday. <laughs> like, you, you know, Red, when Scranton shows up, they don't they don't play around. Like they show up they show up big. So. I, I don't know how no, anybody... they
0: come. Yeah, yeah, it, oh, yeah, they step out. <laughs> it, it, it's aggressive,
1: so uh, I, I don't know how they're going to handle all that. There's going to be a few people in the house. All right, Red, we're looking forward to the last week of the regular season, assuming the, the timing works out uh, next Monday with you guys uh, travel down to uh, Greensboro. We, we hope to do this again, but uh, happy early birthday and uh, good luck this week. Thanks, Brian. See you later. That is uh, Red Autry brought to you, as always, by Apex and the 110 Grill in Destiny, USA. We'll have to I'll have to coordinate the schedules uh, next Monday. I'd imagine the team will be traveling down to Greensboro at at some point on Monday. ACC tournament travel is so beyond wacky for for any of the basketball teams that are not within driving distance. It's always hunky-dory for the Dukes and the Carolinas and the NC States and the Wakes for down there. But, uh, yeah, the charter plane companies, don't get me going on that for those trips down there. Uh, The amount of delays uh, you get uh, flying charter, not that you should ever complain about flying charter anywhere in your life. Um, but when you're teams and you do it all the time, like the amount of delays that happen with, with this kind of crap for tournaments and stuff, and the women will be flying down uh, tomorrow to Greensboro, it is uncanny because those charter companies, they, like, overbook it by, oh, yeah, yeah, we can get the plane from Miami to Greensboro to Louisville uh, to Greensboro to Syracuse to Greensboro, like, to Pittsburgh to Greensboro. We can, we can do the hit all by three. Like, what? You got the Concord? How we are we doing this? Anyway, with well, that, we'll take a break. More good news from SU Athletics when we come back sarcasm font football news after this it's outstanding just like all the rest of it more to come when we come back after this it's qsportstalk.com and espn radio